It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome to Milwaukee. The Astros unload. The bats explode, and Jordan Alvarez hits two home runs. Ryusu Dubon, Martin Maldonado, and Corey Jolks join in the fun and a great game by Christian Javier. We're going to talk about this exciting stuff on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is the runner fly ball down the right field line tucker comes on kyle tucker this time they finish the job hello and welcome to locked on astros your daily astros podcast here are your hosts eric the man heisman and brett h-town wheelhouse chancy we are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at? They can find me at HM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, positive. I love this offensive explosion. Always Stros. All right, yeah, this was a great game. It was like one of those games that you're like, pinch me. Um, Mauricio Debon hitting a home run, uh, and then you have Alvarez with back, I mean, not back-to-back, but with the uh, two home runs, especially we'll talk about the scenario in a second. And it's like, when will opposing managers realize that that strategy is not going to work? And it's just crazy that they keep on going back to it after time after time. But guys, I do want to say thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and make you make sure you keep on subscribing to us. And yes, we have a new look. And for those of y'all that are not are listening to the audio version, you're gonna have to come to YouTube. And this is something that we're gonna start doing um, more often. And this way, you can see what exactly we're gonna be talking about on the show. And I really like it. And so uh, it's a little bit smaller window for us to kind of be in, but. It's actually pretty cool. But this episode is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And you know what be guaranteed? Be, become an everydayer. Be one of those people that listen to our podcast every day and uh, go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check us out. So let's go ahead and address the big elephant in the room, and that is Jordan Alvarez. What a beast. This guy, I know yesterday a lot of people said you can't compare him to Trout. Trout has not been able had the success that Alvarez has had in the playoffs. We're not talking about success in playoffs. We're just talking about we know that Alvarez is a good player in the playoffs. We're talking about just being that player that you don't want to pitch to. Exactly. He is that guy. And when we can make comparisons to that, look, you want to talk about a complete hitter. That is what Jordan Alvarez is. 
he isn't just a home run hitter. And I was actually talking about it on another podcast. I was shooting with some friends and we were, and I was talking about how Jordan Alvarez stands in the box the entire time and he doesn't leave. Number one, he's got that intimidation factor in I could not love Jeff Bagwell, Jeff Bagwell, more than I loved him tonight on the podcast, on the broadcast. He was phenomenal. He was breaking down Jordan's swing. He was like, when Corey Jolks hit the home run, he was like, that was 108 miles an hour off the bat. He was just, he was killing it. But he said, Jordan is so methodical when he gets up to the plate. He knows, like he said, when he went down with the injury last year, he had figured out how they were pitching him. And he said it was scary what he could have done. Had he not been down for those few weeks he was down, he said that the sky's the limit for this kid. He goes, he's a better hitter than I was. He hits the ball with more power, and he's a smarter hitter. And I'm like, wow. This is Jeff Bagwell, one of the most prolific hitters in Astros history. Yes, definitely. And uh, Alvarez has recorded his 14th career multi-homer game. Prior to tonight, his last uh, multi-homer game was September 16th, 2022, against the A's. And then also um, the Astros have recorded four um, four plus home run games in a single game for the first time since September 27th of 2022. Uh, that time it was Altuve with two, Bregman with one, Hensley with one, and then Pena with one. And also um, just coming, just to kind of set up the scenario for this, the Astros came in today with 40 home runs. That was the fifth lowest in baseball. And now they hit five today. And I did the math. That's about, what, 11% of their home runs in one game. And they did against Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is a great pitcher. He's Yes, he's not having the same dominant season he was last year. But a lot of Astros fans are like, hey, we need to trade for him. And look, look at what's going on here. But if you're looking um, at uh, what Alvarez has done, uh, his 14 multi-homer games are tied for Gary Sanchez, whatever, uh, for the second most multi-homer games in the players' first 409 games in MLB history behind only Ralph Kinner with 17. So this is where Jordan separates himself and puts him into that Hall of Fame type conversation with, with Ralph Kiner and not in the conversation with Gary Sanchez. Because Gary Sanchez had a very hot start to his career, and a lot of people forget the 2017 Gary Sanchez was nails. The dude was crushing the ball. I mean, he for you basically were like, okay, here's a power hitting catcher that we haven't seen in a long time. And he was getting it done, but he has fallen off the map. He has fallen off the proverbial statistical baseball cliff for lack of a better term. And Jordan Alvarez just continues like fine wine to marinate and get better as he gets older. He is smarter. I love when Jordan's at the plate because now he can poke the ball to left field. He can hit the ball to center field. He can kill you with a single. He can kill you with a with a blue ball to right field. And you can't – okay, like how do you pitch this guy? Because if you pitch around him, Kyle Tucker is up. Right. And you can't really pitch around him. So you have to, you have to try to get him to swing at pitches that are out of the zone. But my only example that I have that comes to mind, well, not only, but the one example comes to mind is against the Phillies. There was, I think, the first game they played, I forget, second or third at bat, he got a he got a breaking pitch down below the zone. He swung and missed. The next night he got the same pitch. What did he do? He hit a home run. So he makes adjustments. He 
knows what he's doing, Eric. This is a special talent. Jordan Alvarez, I, I'll say it again, it's criminal that the Astros got away with paying him as little as they're paying him compared to what the market is out there for a talent like this. Yeah. And uh, before we move away from Alvarez, um, Jeff Bagwell leads um, Astros with 31 career multi-homer games. Oh, wow. And and he said that, um, Callis said, well, what's going to happen when he breaks your record? He said, I'll be happy. Um, I'll be there shaking his hand. And so Jeff Bagwell also said that um, when healthy, we are the best team in baseball. And a lot has been made o- over the past three day, day games versus the A's that Mauricio Dubon was not in the lineup. And after being the starting second baseman, you all of a sudden just kind of cut him off like that. Yeah, you're done. You're done. And that's what Dusty Baker essentially did. I, I know that's not the whole story, but maybe there was matchup issues. But you knew once Altuve came back, then there, uh, his playing time would kind of go down. But he came back and he kind of said, OK, you better respect my authority. And he went there and hit a home run and it was a blast. And can you imagine the fact that Mauricio Devon hits a home run before uh, Jose Abreu and Jose Abreu was at the, uh, on the field taking batting practice with Jeff Bagwell there um, four hours before the game. So we can't say he's not trying. He does care. It does, it does show because he did get two hits today. And do you know why Alvarez and Tucker are back to hitting back-to-back again? Why is that? Because the Brewers only have one lefty in their lineup versus the A's. They had I mean, a left-handed pitcher versus the A's that had three lefties in a bullpen. So apparently that really means something to Dusty Baker. So, well, look, I, I think, though, more times than not, you need to do this. Um I love it. You know, I don't want to take away from Mauricio Dubon because he definitely got he definitely took part in the hit parade. And I'm glad you have him on here as a second thing to mention. He was in the post game interview with Julia and he goes, well, I don't want to give him all the credit. He kept saying he kept alluding to this random person. Julia goes, he's referring to Jordan Alvarez. He goes, you know, he got two home runs tonight. But because of he said he's so smart, he understands hitting the ball and he's so helpful. And that's what makes this team great. And I'm not saying there's no other team out there where they where they help each other or we've cornered this market. But we have this special chemistry. We have Mauricio Dubon, who leaves San Francisco, who feels somewhat disrespected from what he said. Right. Um, and then comes to the Astros, finds a place, becomes the best hitting second baseman, one of the top defensive second basemen, and is immediately replaced when Jose Altuve comes back. And he goes out with a leadoff showing like this, I would say it's so rare, but it's not because it's Mauricio Dubon. So let me tell you about so rare. Okay. You collect play and win officially licensed digital baseball cards. So rare.com is the place where you can get officially licensed major league baseball, digital cards. Let me tell you, I just got my rewards. I got some awesome cards. I've got teams that continue to increase in value. I'm having a blast playing it. And I told you, you don't have to spend a dime to go to So Rare. You don't have to go out and spend money. You do have that option. I have done that. And I'm telling you, where I'm winning all my stuff is from my cards I didn't pay anything for. My lineup tonight was stellar. I mean, Jordan Alvarez. Um, I had Romano. I had Singer. I had negative one. I had Walls from Tampa and Mullins on there. So I've got a pretty good lineup going into tonight's game. But Jordan right now, 
as it is, 52 points. He's got me 52 points, and it's only game one. I've got three more games. So check out SoRare.com. Use the promo code Locked On, and I promise you'll have fun. You'll have a blast. Get your friends involved. Tell everybody about it because it's so rare that you come across a game like this. But now that you found it, it's your game to stay with. So, yeah, I'm, we're going to have to get used to this new setup, but it's awesome setup. And so uh, but it's pretty cool that uh, they came up with this. And next, I know the Astros have won eight in a row and eight, uh, they've won what? Uh, 11 of the last 12 11 games. Last 12. Very so, good. Yeah, yes, I was sir. just doing a quick math in my head. So yeah, this is, they're on a pretty good streak. And I saw some, um, I saw that uh, John Morosi uh, made a tweet or uh, somebody made a tweet earlier and said that the, watch out for the Astros. They're on a roll. And then somebody said they're playing the A's. Well, isn't that the exact same thing we said about the Rangers and we've said about the, that look. the Rays earlier in the year. So yes. And there is some of this looking into, because I know you and Brandon discussed the previous series. It was a sweep. You would have liked to see the Astros score more runs against a lesser team. But then they go against a Brewers team who's not a bad Brewers team. Right. And they light up Corbin Burns. And even though he's not having a banner year, it's still a significant victory. I mean, they jumped on him early. They were seeing the baseball really well to begin with. But it wasn't the top of the order that really got things going. And... Christian Javier, Eric, this guy's five and one now. This guy has five wins, only one loss. And even with the only five strikeouts, he still put out a solid performance. Six innings. You can't ask anything more than your guys that are in there that aren't injured to pick up the slack and, and to go in there and do the job he did tonight. He did only go six innings, but you had Seth Martinez come in. You had Mushinsky, who was called up. Um, and they, oh, We'll talk about that later. Stanek came in and had a solid inning. So this team did what they were supposed to do at every facet of the game. Christian Javier deserves, I think, like Jordan Alvarez is going to get player of the game. Pitcher of the game has got to go to Christian Javier because he had a solid performance, only one run tonight. Yeah, uh, he gave up the home run to Rowdy Telez, and that would have been a home run in thir- three out of 30 ballparks, not Min Maid Park. So it was not, it, I mean, it was an okay home run, but uh, Christian Javier in his first three starts had a 4.24 ERA, 14 strikeouts, and 17 innings. But since then, he has lowered his ERA back to back starts with six innings one run allowed and five strikeouts. So he duplicated it. So he's, he's found his little niche there. And I think that um, what you heard Jeff Bagwell saying is that he's a soul crusher. And that's why I, I kind of put that as a title. Um, but that's what he does. He, he, you think you have a chance, but then he's, he's like, Nope, uh, let me just make this ball disappear and you can't see it anymore. So that's why I'm, I put the little thumbnail, the uh, picture where you can barely see Christian Javier's face on there uh, because that's what he is. And it just, it's just amazing. Uh, uh, his ERA is 3.07 after 10 starts. And so he's becoming the pitcher we thought he was going to be. And so um, as good as the Astros rotation is right now, it's like the, uh, the ERA is, I think the fourth or best in, baseball in terms of uh, rotation, but in terms right. of team, it's a best. And so they continue to add on to this. And uh, we're going to talk about Majinski in se- a second, but I do want to go ahead and talk about Altuve sitting. I know a lot of people said, oh, why, why is he sitting already? Because he's just coming back from major surgery and he, 
he he's going to get some time off. And Dusty Baker said this was a planned day off, a routine day off for him. It's part of the plan. And he'll play Tuesday and Wednesday before the off day on Thursday. So this is just to keep him healthy and nothing yeah. to worry about. Plus, it gave us opportunity to see Devon hit a home run. Exactly. And now one of the things I would like to see, which I think would be interesting, I don't know if Dusty's going to do it, Eric, is for them to – lead off Dubon and put Altuve second, Bregman third, Alvarez fourth, Tucker fifth. That would be huge. Now, now That's extending the lineup. Now, now add Brantley. I mean, dude, do you realize what this team will do or could do when 100% healthy? I mean, this yes, team If Brantley is on the team you know Dusty Baker is going to have him sitting, hitting second. That's what you no, do. Right, right. So you put, right. So you could still, but see, even if you have to move Dubon down, you've got a guy who has a bat that can still hit. I'm just saying, like, this lineup has got so much elasticity. This uh, lineup has got what? Uh, how do you ban somebody? Uh, he's suggesting Jock Peterson as our DH. Um, how do you ban him? Well, I don't I don't want to ban him for that, but I do not want Jock Peterson on this team. I don't want to bring this team down. Uh, okay, so look, Jordan Alvarez, both his home runs were 110 miles an hour off the bat. Corey right. Jolks, 108 miles an hour off the bat. Corey Jolks had a game today, dude. The local kid from Friendswood, Texas, from Clearbrook High School, U of H grad, had a game. And someone on Twitter was like, the Corey Jolks experiment needs to end. I'm like, no, look. You've got jokes and Jake Myers. Can we not forget about, can we, for, we can't forget about Jake Myers. I thought he broke his shoulder again. He slammed mm -hmm. it to the wall. It and scared me do? to death. And, I'm like, this is like George Springer all over again. Jake Myers all over again. But then what did he do? He hit a freaking triple after that. It's like this hair team, flowing. This team just showed that's right. The helmet didn't say on, but this team showed what kind of moxie, what kind of, just we are freaking alphas out there on the baseball field i love it and jeff bagwell did a um, kind of address that he said they do have helmets that will fit him that's not an issue that's a personal choice <laughs> so um but uh, it, every time his helmet comes off i think of carlos gomez and um but that was just from striking out <laughs> at least uh, myers helmet comes off because he's doing something good but yeah that play uh we've seen uh, myers make some great catches i forgot to talk about in sunday's game he made a great catch in sunday's game he ran into the wall almost killed himself in this game and jake myers is out there just uh, being a baller out there and so it's just amazing to see uh, what a little bit of confidence can do. And that's what you get when you get the playing time. And uh, then you have um, you have them kind of adjust his stance, his batting stance, and now we're seeing the results. And I think that even when everybody's healthy, you're going to see a healthy uh, regimen of Myers and uh, McCormick, Devon. I, where are you going to play all these players? But that's well, the good part. I tell you what they're doing is the jokes is going to get plenty of playing time. And I, I just think that one of these guys is going to be the odd man out when it comes to the trade deadline. And I hate to say that about jokes, but this is what I said to a friend today. If Corey jokes gets traded and he has basically a career year in, in his first year in the majors, he has the chance to go to another place like 
um, like Miles Straw did and sign a good sized contract. I mean, this kid's worked hard, right? Whether it's Chaz, whether it's Jokes, whoever it is, you hope that they go on and have future success. So I don't want to begrudge a guy for going somewhere and maybe seeing that opportunity, but I don't know who that's going to be. I'm not saying I want Jokes gone. I'm not saying I want any of these guys gone, but you clearly have a log jam at the top. You clearly do have needs in the starting pitching area. And depending on where McCullers or Urquidy are around all-star break, then trade deadline is going to really determine. But Jake's ever since he's put in that leg kick, a hundred plate appearances, he's hitting his slash line is 292, 370, 472 with a 137 WRC plus in that span. Second only to Jordan Alvarez. I mean, you can't argue with Jake Myers being in the lineup. I know a lot of people think that Dusty hates Chaz, but he did put Chaz in left and he did put Jake in center field. And didn't I say you could put Chaz in left and Jake in center field? And I thought you need to be putting Jordan out there in left field. Well, you know what? Apparently he can DH just as well as he can freaking play left field and hit. So you go, Jordan. You just go be the the you're you're an alien right now. You are out of this world good. It's amazing. All right, before the game, the Astros make a roster move. We'll discuss that in a second. And also, what's going to happen with J.P. France? Is it going to be a revolution where he uh, pitches better? We will see uh, that after the break. And Brett, this episode is uh, sponsored by Game Time. That's right. Game Time is the app that you want to go to if you are looking for tickets to the next Astros game. But not just Astros game, comedy shows, plays, whatever it is you like, go check out Game Time. Because if you use the promo code Locked On MLB, you'll get $20 off your first order. How do I know this is a great app? Because I've used it. I've waited until the game. I actually waited until the game was about to start, and I got a ticket on the field box level for around $40. I'm not even kidding you. And if you go to another app and you find the same, like the same seat, well, not the same seat, the same section and the same row for a cheaper price, Game time will credit your account 110% back the difference because they want you to go to more games and be entertained more than anybody else. Game time is the place you got to go. And we don't just sponsor. We don't have any kind of sponsors. This is the best in the business. Use the promo code locked on MOB for $20 off your first purchase. You basically do this. You create an account. You hit the redeem code. You save $20. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed so yeah um and guys if you can't get to the game or you can't watch the game um go ahead and check out sirius xm it um they catch every pitch on the sirius xm app just search uh, sxm and just search astros and you can hear steve sparks and robert ford um every game and i'm sure this that was probably an interesting one to listen to with all the home runs and all the little drama but um, I remember I was um, talking to my girlfriend about um, Parker Musinski coming, being called up and Matt Gage being sent down. So that's the next little topic. And uh, on the and she said, well, I hope it's a 11 nothing victory when uh, Parker Musinski is brought in. But um, Matt Gage, I thought he looked OK at times uh, with the Astros. I think Dusty Baker tried to extend them a little bit too much in that one outing. It sounded like he didn't even know his name at one point. Um, it's He's just a lefty. And if you're not going to have confidence in bringing your lefty, what's the point of having him on the team? So I think that's why um, Mashinsky is coming up. 
Yeah, Parker Mashinsky has actually dealt a pretty good hand there um, in AAA. This year, 10 starts. He's 1-0 with a 2.61 ERA. Um, 10 and one-thirds innings pitched, 13 strikeouts and a whip of .87. He's a left-hander. He's a guy that can give you multiple innings. Matt Gage is not your multiple innings guy. Mashinsky is. Matt Gage mm-hmm. is more of your flame-throwing, come in one inning, sit down, you're done. Mashinsky can possibly come out and deal two or three innings if you need. So they need people to go out there, be able to extend their start on the mound, not start, but their relief outing on the mound rather than just being a one inning flamethrower. So that's where Mashinsky has the greater, and I think higher value in the situation. And let me tell you, look, he's back interviewed him. He's a great kid from Texas tech. Um, He's a grinder. He is a student of the game. And I like the move. I think Parker Mashinsky coming up is great. I just think right now with where we're at in our pitching staff, that unless someone like a Stanek or whatever goes down, I think Gage will probably marinate there in AAA. Anything you get out of him is icing on the cake. Mashinsky is more of the guy that you're going to be dependent on as one of your stalwart left-handers because Blake Taylor has stalled out. We just have no idea when he's going to be up. Bring in the lefty. The kid can go one, two, maybe three innings possibly if they get him stretched out. So I think it's a good move by the Astros. All right. So on May 17th, JP France faced the Cubs. It was not a good appearance. 3.2 innings, nine hits, six runs, three home runs, two walks, two strikeouts. He threw 72 pitches in that game. As I was watching today's game, as the Astros hit five home runs, um, I was getting a little bit worried. I mean, apparently when the the roof is open, the, the ball flies out there, and so I can see why. Uh, but definitely I'm a little worried about tomorrow's game, but uh, I know that maybe that was just the rookie, uh-oh, boo-boo or whatever you want to call it. And maybe he's going to rebound. So I think uh, a lot of who JP France is, we're going to really see in tomorrow's game overall in this season. He's what uh, one and O with a 4.11 ERA, 10 strikeouts and 15 and one thirds innings pitch. His ERA, I mean, sorry, his whip is still somewhat respect, respectable at 1.24. Yeah. I look, I, I'm not making predictions here, but I think J.P. France has a bounce-back start. I think that from what he said after the game, he knew he didn't have the right stuff. But, again, the scouting report tells us that he hides the ball well, Mm -hmm. and that's what causes him to be effective. When he's not effective, um, the the hitters are picking it up. So let's hope that the Brewers Brewers hitters aren't able to pick up his stuff because his breaking pitches break some of the least amount um, compared to most major leaguers. So he's well below league average and he's probably been working on getting the spin rate up. He's probably been working on getting the, he talks about pitch shape. I don't know that he was tipping pitches. If you watch how he winds up and sets and throws to me, he's so quick and so deliberate with what he does. I think when the ball was there in his hand, ready to deliver, I think, I think the pitchers, I I mean, I think the hitters just saw it. So, um, I think he comes back a bounce back game. You have the, you have the, um, what do you have? Mystery, I guess. You have mystery in the air because the hitters don't know the pitcher. And I think in this case, maybe it favors JP France. I think the Astros come out and take care of business. They're, they're, they're going against, um, Ray, um, who's Owen through the Colin Ray, five, two ERA. Yeah. Colin Ray. Um, you know, he doesn't have a great ERA. 
I think the Astros can come out and put some more runs on them again. JP France has a has a bounce back outing. That's that's what I'm looking for. I believe he can rebound against the Brewers. All right. So the Astros had a season high five home runs. Four of them were off Corbin Burns. Five guys had multi-hit games. Uh, the Astros have won eight in a row. And this was the most runs they've scored, the most home runs they hit in a game this year. There's a lot of most. Uh, so is this the turnaround, the offensive turnaround the Astros were looking for without even Jose Altuve being in the lineup? You know, it could be. But we do know that historically speaking, when the Astros pour on the runs, oh, they seem to turn <laughs> it off the next day. What? It's like that. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. Look, I have as much confidence in this team going back-to-back games, scoring double-digit runs more than just about anybody. But let's just let the game play out. Um, I still think they can put crooked numbers up on the board this game. Um, I love the fact that Jordan Alvarez, they sat him after the two home runs. Um, and then the position player gets in there and is throwing to Yiner Diaz. The umpire gives him a strike call a foot off the plate. Yeah. And he's trying he to throw to deepest pitches. He did want to go home. That was like, I'm, I need to go eat dinner or I need to go get a brew because, you know, brewers, beer, whatever. Um, but I remember the days where the Astros were winning the wild card from the Brewers. And I remember getting beat by the Brewers and thinking we just got beat by beer. How do you get beat by beer? Well, we handed it to him tonight. It was a shellacking and basically a 10 run rule um, if you're playing Little League ball. So. Thank you, Astros. We needed that. We love that going into the eight-game win streak. I mean, what what more can you ask for? Alvarez essentially said, hold my beer, uh, right? So uh, He did. I, I know you have a couple of one of these, so I'm going to go ahead and show these real quick. Yeah. So that's Corey Jolks' uh, home run, I believe. Yeah, that is showing the launch angle. It's showing the exit velocity launch angle, 17%. Shows 401 feet. And it shows it in comparison to um, Minute Maid Park. And then I've got one other one on there. I was looking for now. This is the bat going through the zone. Shows where he hits the bat on the ball in the sweet spot. It's seven percent attack angle, seventeen percent launch angle. Okay. Um, I, I've just come into um, a really cool database that I have access to now. And from time to time, we're going to show whenever they because they pick different hitters to highlight whenever we're able to get guys like Jordan and things like that. Cause I've actually found cameras feeds that I can pull that aren't TV feeds that we can show actual live hitting from the game here on the show. So I'm excited about that. I got to figure out how we're going to work those things in, but we got some more cool things, Eric. Thank you for doing, man. Eric put up, put together this whole background. Um, he did a good job. Thank you so much for doing that, putting in the work there. Um, this is why we make a great team. Uh, you know, dude, this team's climbing. This team's raking. And the Rangers today, Lost. I've got to say this, Nathaniel Lowe said, oh, yeah, this is our division to lose. Let me tell you something, Mr. Lowe. It never was yours. It's our division, and you have it on loan. It's basically you went to Easy Pond, and you got a cheap version of the AOS division title, and we just let you loan it. Well, I hope you got, I hope you got whatever we gave to you as collateral – so, because we're going to be getting it back, because as the I promise athletic, you, we're coming for you. As the athletic ranks them the second best team in baseball. Uh, but. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pathetic. So we're one game behind the yeah. Arlington Rangers of yes. South Oklahoma. 
so I, I know the Astros punching bags recently have been Alex Bregman and Abreu. They both got two hits in this game. So I do want to highlight that as oh, we yeah. close out this show. So guys, thank you for uh, tuning in to Lock on Astros. Make us your first listen every day. Become an everydayer. Go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, go and give us a thumbs up while you're at it. And go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you check out your podcast. Go ahead and follow us. And a new exit thing as well. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.